When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Along with Hembo, Evan going in for Greeny today. Oh, boy. Okay, we're, we're, you know, when the two of us are together, all hell breaks loose. Also, I guess all closets break loose because <laughs> we are wearing basically the same thing today. And we've done this before. Again? And it's never been on purpose. We are both wearing ribbed tan hoodies. I mean, you literally, I'm going to put my jacket on in a couple of minutes because I can't believe this. We are both wearing ribbed tan hoodies. Why are you coming over to me like this? You're, you're actually scaring me. All right, camera we're gonna, three. Camera three. Take we're going to look into camera three on, on ESPN. At, well, you're not even in the shot. You're on the wrong side, Hembo. You're on the wrong side. Bl- Spike black hair and rib tan hoodies on a Friday here on ESPN Radio. And in addition, you have then told me that Brandon, who works on the show, wait till I hear what he said about me. Yeah, I, Boy, I this is some in- entrance into the show today. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world of sports. But, but for just a moment, we need to put that to the side because <laughs> Brandon today, in passing... Yeah. This was not meant to be, I don't think, a direct shot. But I guess somehow, someway, he found out how old you were. Did you guys talk about this? I don't think we've talked about this. I think I may have mentioned it yesterday on the show. I, so, said I'm 40, I think I'm 43. Right. I, never, I never actually know. So Brandon, who either heard you say that on the show mm-hmm. or looked it up, I guess, right. said to me this morning, without being prompted, without us talking about you, right. I thought he was much older. <laughs> now, oh, is that. Brandon, I like it. Is that. All right, let's just. You can have at it. Uh, so, Brandon's not on mic right now, but he can scream out. But, uh, you know, Hembo. Come on Baba. over, Brandon, because this okay. is something for which you yeah, might we need get him to up explain. There. All right, all right. Like, it's, it's one thing to believe that. Right. It's another thing to say that. It's another thing to say that unprompted. Mm. Brandon. Well, let me ask you a question. Brandon. Yeah. Is it because of the way I look or the way I act? that you thought I was much older than 43 years old. Be honest. I can take it. All right. I'll be honest. <laughs> you look a little older than 43. Okay. <laughs> yeah. On all days or just non-hair dye days? <laughs> I guess on days that I don't see you in makeup. Hmm. Okay. So you're saying that makeup takes years off of his life? A little bit. Uh, you know, a little powder or whatever. So what would you have guessed? Would you have guessed he was 50? No. High 40s? Yeah, I'd say we would have been in high school together. And you I, are? Just, I just turned 50 on Monday. So you think he looks seven oh, years well, older than you? I didn't say you. happy birthday to you, so oh, I'm sorry. Thanks. Happy birthday. Well, Without you may makeup. not want to say happy birthday to me now because I can see it in your eyes. You're mad at me. I, I swear I'm not. Okay, good. I swear I'm not. <laughs> You're hiding it well. No. I, I, what's actually going through my mind 
Why are you looking at me like this? Stop it. I'm Be sizing you I'm up very, now. I'm very uncomfortable. No, no, no. I'm not sizing him up. I'm just, I'm just continuing to reflect upon the fact What's, that for some reason we dressed alike again. <laughs> What's going through my mind is that most people that get to know me yeah. think I'm 80 based on my mentality and how I act. No. I've never been told I, I, I feel much older because of the way I look. Hembo and I together... Combined age based on personality are about 160. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we are as old of a young-ish combination mm-hmm. as you could imagine. For sure. But, but don't clump me into your age bracket. Like, you're in a you, different age You bracket. only pay attention to sports from the early 1900s. Oh, no. Th- that I agree with. I mean, I oh, am you're much, saying you're older. I am much older than you in sports years, but right. you are much older than me in real years. By 10 years. Well, according to Brandon, by 17 years. I don't think that you look 50. All right. What, what but, do you think? But I, I don't think that you look solid 43 either. 48? Okay. Bubba, yeah. Cam, if you did not know a thing about Evan and you saw him today for the first time, never opened his mouth, didn't know anything about makeup, hair dye, any of it, how <laughs> old would you guess that he was? I'm not trying to be a kiss ass. I thought Evan was in his like late 30s when I first met him. Thank wow. you. He does not look old. Wow. Wow. Bubba? Yeah, I mean, I would say. Early 40s. I'm, you know, late 30s, and I would say he probably, especially knowing about what he does, and I would say, well, I guess so if you're factoring that out, I would say early 40s. I, yeah, I don't see what Brandon's seeing. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, guess, I guess I'm not seeing him without makeup. <laughs> like, now, but, I will but, say. I, will I don't say. know. I don't know what this beast looks like without makeup. <laughs> but, but when I'm seeing him, he, he looks, who, who he looks like a respectable I? being. Am and, I like not even in your mind, Brandon, without yeah. makeup? Am yeah. I like an animal? Am I no. just, am I like dirt? What not, am I to no, you without no, no, makeup? No, no, no. I'm just curious. You're a delightful guy. You're young in spirit, okay. I'd say. No, I'm without not. A, no, you are. I'm really not. To me. I'm as old as could be in spirit. No, I not. thought I was younger in like, Look, but I guess not. He uses a legal notepad, Brandon. Like he a, uses a legal notepad, Brandon. So that ages him. Well, I use a composition notebook, so that's right. why I'm and a little bit and, older and than you. And you're in your 50s. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. So somehow the fact that you and I are matching, Hembo, is actually not the lead story today. No, and by the way, Bubba, why wasn't I able to get a hold of you this morning? You were impossible to get hold of. Can you please explain yourself? He doesn't like you. You haven't figured that out? Well, there's that. Yeah, there's two There's two parts of it. Part one is that, and then the second part is I, I drove to work here, got to work, pulled in, put it in park, and then realized I forgot my phones at home. So came in, did a little plural. work, and then, yeah. Yes, plural. he does have phones. I got the two. Did you realize that Bubba's a two-phone person, Evan? Did you know that? What? Wow. So Evan just pulled oh, yeah. out his second phone out of his pocket. You know, that's the way to go. I'm two not phones. disparaging the two phone people, but we were surprised that Bubba was one of them because we couldn't figure out why he needed two. I don't think you can figure out why he needs one. <laughs> that's what we said. Which is why you should have just stayed at work. Like, why did you need your phone? Oh, well, hold on. Let's, let's see this first. Let's actually get really behind the scenes here with the hashtag crew. Guests are booked by... Depends on the day and the guest. But is it more Cam or Bubba? Well, we, I mean, in general, we're not really having too many guests. So. Okay, well, <laughs> just answer the question. <laughs> I mean, that's the answer. That's, I mean, that is literally right, the that's answer. The answer. So, so Most guests are, are booked by Hembo because they say, hey, can you stick around for five minutes? <laughs> yeah, and okay. I'm sitting right here right now, and Hembo asked me to come on, so right. I guess it's that's Hembo. That's true. You count as a guest, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I just want to be clear on that. Hey, hey, little, don't worry. I'm not is, overstepping yeah. my bounds. Don't worry about that. We'll actually cut your audio and send it to other shows now, so we really look good. So basically, what we're saying is for work reasons Bubba does not need a singular phone 
Now, what about for personal well, reasons? The, I don't have the work phone for producing Greeny. We'll say that. It's for my other responsibilities. Like? I mean, that's... He's a manager. He's yeah. in scheduling. I he's do scheduling, in hiring, engineering. screening, board. All, all right, well, all then, the you other know what? I'm going to sign off on one You're a phone. manager? Do you know anything about these guys? I mean, I know that they're you know colorful characters on this show. Yeah, he manages yeah. like many we do people. other stuff. Bubba, Bubba, you have you manage many people. Yes. Bubba has. <laughs> direct, I'm in charge guy. of two departments. I didn't I, know that, and I manage. You really didn't know that. No, I think four people right now. Yeah, he now. has direct reports. Bubba has direct. But there are careers of four people in Bubba's hands. I mean, they're not flourish, only they're for flourishing. now, but for years this has gone on. This is not something that is new. Bubba has been in charge of either processes or people for a significant <laughs> amount of time. And Evan, and Evan knows that, and he just got here. And Hembo <laughs> has been on this show for four years. Has, I, has, I trained Cam. Has when worked Cam was with hired, Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> I set up his schedule. I got him. Is he? Everything came when he got here. I set up. I trained Cam. I taught him everything, and then he got I do that for every single Bubba person Bubba gave that's me a hired. tour when I first came to ESPN God's like four and a half years ago. Is that I just look up stats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we you know. know what, you know what we realize about Hembo? He is the most unintentionally selfish, <laughs> single-minded person yeah. that has ever existed yeah. with absolutely no intent to not care about others, but truly, based on his own singular interest of stats, doesn't actually care at all about anyone else. Has Anything. never even met Cam in person and knows literally nothing about Bubba. Didn't you know. never once pounded it in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you were here yesterday when I when I... Made that quip. What was uh, no, I wasn't. You were not. Actually, no, I was. But <laughs> I just don't want to associate myself with that. <laughs> oh, I see. And you can't rag on me because I'm a AARP. You don't want to rag on old True. people around here. True. So yeah. I'm surprised that you got the reference. Yeah. I- I'm surprised that that received the kind of pushback that it did. Like I don't from who from all parties involved. Well, Hembo, how can you be surprised? You don't even know the people you're working with. Yeah. You what's the name? The what's the name of the show that Evan hosts in the morning? Hembo. Unsportsmanlike. Wow, I'm impressed. It, it, it's it, it's coming from this building. I know these people well. <laughs> I don't know well, about that. I know them well. I mean, I don't know what side jobs they have, like Bubba. Well, that's not a that's his in front job. That is his not job. to me. To me, Bubba. That's not a side job. To me, Bubba. Bubba like, hosts who you got, and that's it. <laughs> What was the Who You Got uh, host? All right, he has a sponsor for that segment. He's a, he's a colorful character and beloved figure on this show. What difference does it make to me if he has direct reports? <laughs> I don't think you know Evan that well. You guys haven't even figured out how to handshake each other yet. That is true. I don't want to figure that out, Brandon. Don't even suggest it. They that. know how to pound it. <laughs> no, I know how to pound no, it. No, I will say, I will say, our friendship took a big step yesterday. There was tangible conversation around a certain time, both in terms of a date and time of day, for a lunch. Mm, that's true. We but have it's taken a big step. Now, not, we're about a month away from that. Right. And he also, you also said that you were, <laughs> you were unwilling to wait until noon. <laughs> right. I said, if I'm not filling in for Greeny, there will be no lunch with the two of us. But if I am filling in for Greeny, and now you gave, you gave a, 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 a strict thing of it needs to be post Super Bowl because somehow he thinks he's playing in the Super Bowl or preparing for the Super Bowl because if we were going to lunch today at noon Eastern time mm, Super Bowl is in a week and a half I have to I have a lot of prep to do honestly I have a lot of prep are to you do. coaching the game I'm not coaching the game. are you playing in the game no but I might are you broadcasting the game no but I ha- you have no prep that's not true I, I am pa- true I am parlaying the game <laughs> I am picking the game I am playing odds on my ESPN bet app in the game. Is it bad that I thought Hembo meant he had a lot of prep to do for the lunch you guys are going to have together? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think you guys should do a lunch. You should do a dinner. Why is that? Because at least for dinner, you can use utensils. I don't think you want to see him using his hands for Good lunch. Points. That's an interesting concept. I'm also going to feel like I'm being shamed at a lunch with him because what I'm going to get is what any normal human would get. Such as? A sandwich. With? Hey, see? Do you see what just happened, guys? If you, if you're getting, he look, brought up the Hands whiff. all over the sandwich. Look, I love French fries, but with all due respect to French fries and its lovers, that's a dinner item. Like, if you're eating French fries at lunch, you're a glutton. What? There's no way around it. You eat dinner at 1 p.m., so I don't want to hear it. Just because of my hours, Cam, but if you're eating French fries... We work the same hours. At lunch, we generally work the same hours, and I abide by the rules of these hours, and you don't if you're eating French fries at lunch. I didn't say I was eating French fries at lunch. No, I'm no you, you inferred that you were eating French fries no, at lunch. No, I said I would get a sandwich, and I feel... Here's the thing. There are some people... Brandon and I really don't know each other well. I feel like if I went to lunch with you, I'd get a sandwich, and I wouldn't think twice. You wouldn't judge me, vice versa, right? I do feel like if I went to lunch with Hembo and I ordered a sandwich and I had light mayo on it. You see? Are you suggesting I'm judgmental? Yes, I'm. What? Are you suggesting you're not? Guys, Bubba, Cam, if you, if, if right now, if you're, not, if you're not having any one-on-ones, if you, if you wouldn't mind me asking this question, <laughs> do I come across as judgmental? Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Am I that self-unaware? Am and I that listen, selfish? I'm not saying I'm not. I'm saying when it comes to a lunch, I wouldn't be excited to go to lunch with you from a food perspective. So, you could, because you, so I'm the kind of person for whom when, when, the, when the waiter or waitress comes around, you would, the person that you're with, in this case me, would influence what you order? That's correct. Wow, that says a lot about me and my character. You use the word whom properly. That tells you all you need to know. I never end a sentence with a preposition. I don't even know what a preposition is. I can name them all, alphabetically in less than 30 seconds. I respect that about Hembo, though. I like that. Go ahead. Name every preposition alphabetically in less than 30 seconds. Pull up your stopwatch. Put it on. Well, they can do it back there. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Aboard, about, above, across, after, against, along, amid, among, around, at, before, behind, below, beneath, beside, between, beyond, but, by, down, during, except, for, from, in, inside, into, light, near, of, off, on, over, past, sits, through, throughout, to, toward, under, underneath, until, unto, up, upon, with, within, without, ah! That was oh, under 15 seconds. Yeah. Well, how long was it, Cam? 15 seconds. Wow. And people are wondering why Woo! I wouldn't want to go to lunch with that guy. This is the worst segment in radio history. <laughs> Proud what, of what it. Just hey, I got to give you props for that. Whoa, whoa, I don't know about <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement... 
Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists. Like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Hello, I'm Hembo Evan Cohen in for Greeny today. ESPN Bet is now live as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find exclusive, daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities like Greeny, of course, and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all of your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in a legal gambling state. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With the Knicks win their ninth consecutive game. They defeat the Pacers by the score of 109 to 105. Just found a way to win in the end. The defense was good. The rebounding was good. And it was just a hard-fought win. The New York Knicks have won nine games in a row. They're awesome right now at 32 and 17. They beat the Pacers last night. We are less than a week away from the NBA trade deadline, and the Knicks are in third place in the Eastern Conference. That highlight, courtesy of 98.7 in New York, where you find our next guest, Alan Hahn, of course, with Bart Scott, weekdays, noon until 3 Eastern time. And Alan joins us now. Alan, how good are the Knicks? They are, they, they are better than any team I've ever covered in 20 years that I've covered the Knicks. This is the best team I've ever covered, and I covered a 54-win team that had Carmelo Anthony and Tyson Chandler and Amari Stoudemire. Um, but this team and the way they play, the, it's, they're easy to fall in love with because of the style, the chemistry, the defense, the toughness. Jalen Brunson is just a quintessential winner. And so you put all of that together for a city that loves its basketball and is starved for a team like this. Uh, this is uh, how good are they? They 
they are one of the best teams in the NBA, and we haven't said that about them in a very, very long time. Alan, I want to dive into what you just said here because I think people listening and watching probably think, well, teams are likable and really good if they're just winning, and that's not always the case having covered the NBA as well. No. Like <laughs> This team, like I, I covered – I was around the heat for a little bit and the championship teams weren't always as fun as like Dwayne Wade's first year, 42 and 40 his rookie year. Like that was an amazingly fun team to be around for you as somebody who's a part of this every day on the broadcasts. How likable is this group and how could that apply to potentially other stars that may want to join them? Yeah, well, let's do do it. uh, One, one thing at a time. The first thing is you're right about the likability and especially in New York, this is a discerning crowd. So, you know, this is, Everything is held up to the, the early 70s Knicks, the, you know, Walt Frazier and, and Earl Monroe and all the legends that they had. They won two titles. They went to three finals in a four-year span. But it was the style that they played. They shared the basketball. It was, it was a lot of guys who became Hall of Famers, but they were selfless players when they all played together. And that's what everybody's held to. The Knicks teams of the 90s that everybody loved, you loved them because they were just – tough and physical and mean and it just had like a ruggedness about it that people in New York love this team's got a piece of both and I think that's what it is so it's like your grandfather loves this team and your father loves this team and this isn't a team that anybody in their 20s has ever experienced before and this is all you've heard about and I was saying this to a friend of mine last night you know I wasn't alive to really see the 70s teams all I heard was the legends of their unselfishness and how, how just great they were defensively and how they all just worked together and the chemistry was good between them and all. And I said, I think this is what they were talking about. So there's that part of it. That's the likability, why the city seems to really just embrace it. And Brunson's just such an easily likable, humble, hardworking, he's become a star. The other part you said is the narrative that I think has to go away. And that is, and we've all fought, I've been part of it too. It's this idea that the Knicks need a star. Kenny Smith saying that they never have the best player on the court. That's wrong now. They need a star. I, they have, and I, I make it jokingly, you know, reference here to the Villanova squad. They have a supernova. They have one that's, he's, he's becoming one. He's becoming that. And that can happen too. Sometimes you can just create a star if he's given the right situation and Brunson has become that. And I feel like rather than keep chasing stars, chase the culture that is now developed where you trade for an OG Ananobi who's not a star, but yet fit perfectly in this group because he's similar, kind of humble, hardworking, tough defense, can score. Like that fits into this group, you know, and I think that's what you're trying to build now. And I'll go back to the Pistons of the 2000s. They won a championship in 04. They went to two finals. They went to eight straight conference finals. That team was a great team, but they didn't have superstars. They had Chauncey Billups. They had Rasheed Wallace. They had Ben Wallace. But they didn't have Kobe, Shaq, Tim Duncan. They didn't have the best players in the league on their team, but they had the best team, and they were the toughest team to play against. 
And maybe that's another way of a blueprint to win. And maybe that's what they're figuring out here in New York, finally. I'm glad you said it that way because I, I was actually saying that stars could be attracted there. But I actually agree with you. And I think the number one thing, Alan, that I think Knicks fans need to show and the organization has already shown that is patience because you bring up that 4 Pistons. You know, we, we group two teams together, 4 Pistons and 79 Sonics. There's two teams that we look at that won championships without the elite level all-time great player. And I totally agree with you. Just stay the course. Don't get too crazy here. Right. You have the eight first-rounders. Right. Can you use one or two of them with Fournier? Sure. If you're going to use them for Bruce Brown, guess what? He's not a household name, but he is exactly what this team is about. That's right. That's right. And that's, that's, that's I think, you know, the patience part of it, which, of course, here in New York, we have, we have loads of patience. I mean, we're <laughs> overflowing with patience, as you know. Yeah. You know, we never, get, we never get uptight about anything as I'm sitting in traffic right now getting beeped at. But it's, it is something, though, that once you start to see it come together, that's when now you go, oh, yeah. Because if you make the wrong move, it could, it could ruin the whole thing. So you don't want to make the wrong move, and you don't want to do the gut your, gut your roster type of move to bring in the marquee player. So it really has changed the thinking of a lot of Knicks fans, which, again, for years it was always, you know, we got to get a star. Now, I'll say that on one side of my mouth. And out of the other side of my mouth, I'll say, if the Lakers ever wanted to trade LeBron James, oh, I'll give them all my picks for him. <laughs> all right, go there. Go you put there. him on this team and they're winning a championship. <laughs> go there. Make the right? trade, Make the trade, Alan Hahn. Go there. LeBron James to the New York Knicks. Let's go there. I would guess a third team needs to be involved because if you're trading LeBron, taking Randall back probably doesn't make sense. So let's go there. What, what's the trade, Alan? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and obviously it's a boatload of picks that the Lakers desperately need, right? And, and, and that's what you do. You, you, like, if, if, if that, again, this is all absolute pipe dream stuff. Because, as I, I said it on Get Up, that the Lakers, it, it's going to get time for them to move on from him. And it's not because he stinks. It's because he's the only tradable asset you have on a, on a roster that's sort of middling roster. It is what it is. It overachieved last year getting to the conference finals. But if we're playing fantasy, yeah, if there was ever a time for LeBron to come to New York, it would be now. It would be now because if you give him – if he gets a championship in New York, it, it does vault him into a stratosphere, which he's already in many other stratospheres, but it does vault him into something that you could put up in the argument of, is he the greatest of all time? Because all you have to say is, I mean, he won in New York. Like, you know, like that, that's something that seems almost impossible or at least did for many years. So, and he would fit because he's also a selfless, pass-first kind of superstar talent but understands the team concept, and he still has a lot left in the tank. But I will continue to say that it is just a dream, and it's silly, but because I said patience, and then at the other side of my mouth, I'm like, but <laughs> if there's anyone you would do it for, it's that guy right now. Alan, it kind of felt like a dream yesterday at MSG. You were on the floor with Jalen Brunson after the game and did a now viral interview in which you're hearing the fans chant MVP, uh, nearly bringing him to tears. How would you put into perspective the sort of love affair that we are watching Jalen Brunson have with fans of the New York Knicks and how it is impacting the city and this organization? Yeah, I'm trying to think of a player, you know, that that just came to an organization as a relative unknown. Like we experienced Lynn Sanity here uh, 10 years ago or four, 12 years ago now where Jeremy Lynn came out of nowhere. And for about two weeks, 
was the not only the talk of the town, he was the talk of the league, and it was a sensation. But it never felt like this is going to last forever, right? It never felt like it always felt like like this was just a special thing, and let's enjoy the moment. With Jalen Brunson, it's been almost since day one when he got here last season when they signed him, and everybody thought they paid how much? They paid one hundred and twenty million dollars to a backup point guard, and instead it became they're only paying him. $25 million a year, you know, like it's, it's amazing how that conversation switches, but they have fallen in love with him because of all the things I just said. He is a selfless player. As you saw in the interview, I asked him two questions about himself and his success, and he couldn't put anything to words. He was emotional, but he also didn't want to talk about himself. Then I said, then talk about your teammates and what they did in this game and fighting back with you. And that's when he talked about his group and his team, and he got like that's the kind of person he is. And I think that's so relatable to a lot of people. He's he's a hardworking guy, but he's also a super talented, super competitive guy. And we forget that while he was a second round pick, he was a national champion in college. He was a player of the year in college. It's not like this guy was a scrub, you know, who came out of nowhere. Ryan Clark, God bless him, did a tweet the other day where he said is Jalen Brunson Brock Purdy. And I almost lost my mind. I literally almost deleted my, my Twitter because I felt like that did it. That's the one that's going to break me. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. There was nothing irrelevant about Jalen Brunson. It was just that he was a second-round pick that people thought might have been too small at the point guard position in the NBA. He's proven that wrong, too. So that's why so many Nick fans have embraced him. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN app, along with Hembo, Evan Cohen, in for Greeny today. Normally you hear me on Sportsmanlike, 6 to 10 a.m. with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman. We are joined by Alan Hahn, Barton Hahn, 98.7 in New York, part of the Knicks broadcast, and of course ESPN NBA analyst as well. Uh, we'll have Knicks and Lakers presented by Indeed tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So let's go to that other team. Let's go reckless speculation style, Alan. So here we go. Is there a chance that LeBron James has played his last game for the Los Angeles Lakers? I mean, I think it's slight, but I doubt it. I, I don't think that he has. I don't think it's something the Lakers want to accept. I don't know. It would only be something if LeBron wanted it to be that. If LeBron felt like we can't get better, uh, he's 39. The hourglass emoji on the, that he put out there that has all of us trying to figure it out, we're trying to decode it. You know, Does it mean that your time's running out? Who, what, whose time is running out? What is it about time? But in, logically, the right thing for the Lakers to do, because he's their best trade asset, is to try to move him, whether it's now, well, he's got the player option. But if you move him at the deadline to a team, let's say the Dallas Mavericks, he wants to play again with Kyrie. If you put him with Dallas, does Dallas vault into now the, the upper echelon of contenders with him and Luka and Kyrie? Could you, and would Mark Cuban and, and the new ownership there want to invest in that? Why not? If you're the Knicks, as I mentioned, if you're the Suns, if you're the Golden State Warriors, you put him and Steph Curry together with Draymond Green, wouldn't that be beautiful? So there are, to me, intriguing places that he could go, and the Lakers could get relatively you know, different packages. From the Knicks, it would be a ton of draft picks. From the Golden State Warriors, it would be a handful of pretty talented young players and a reset like you could, you have the reasons to believe you could, but we all know that we play this game, and in the end, it's always what LeBron wants, and he seems pretty settled in in L.A. So instead, they'll probably just try to make some type of trade with mortgaging more of their future 
to see if they can win again. And I just don't know if there's a trade out there that make them a championship contender. Well, Alan, that's the part of this. As we're walking through this, basically this hypothetical, again, it's reckless speculation. Was the internet blowing up about the hypothetical sure. of this last night? Of course, right? We know that. That doesn't mean Alan yep. Hahn is reporting yep. that or Woj is reporting that. But as part of this hypothetical, it's basically the Rob Polinka genie bus conversation with LeBron. Okay, here's what we'd have to give up to get DeJounte Murray. Here's what we'd have to give up to yep. get Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan. Here's what we'd have to give up to get right. Superstar or Star X. And they sit there and they say, well, I don't know that that gets us closer to beating Denver. Forget the Clippers. Forget anybody else, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Minnesota, whatever. Right. That's where you go to that place of, does he maybe possibly ask to go somewhere else? Like, is there any upgrade that you could see with this team that would put them in championship contention? I don't. I don't. And the Murray one is the is the closest. Zach Levine has too many concerns with that knee for me, and not much of a history of winning in big moments that tells me I got to make this deal. Okay, that's the thing. Like it, so, that doesn't. You know, will you make a trade? And will of course. Put it on the masthead. It'll lead everything. We'll talk about it. We'll try to sell it as a big three. It's not. It's not. And once again, you'll probably have to give up things you don't want to give up. The same thing with Murray. Murray's a good player. But where's he ever been that he's won? And you're like, ah, you're bringing in a guy with a winning pedigree who's, you know, who's been in big moments. That, that's not there either. So what are you doing other than maybe getting a little bit better but also losing a lot of maybe your depth and your future. Like, are you giving up a 2028 first round pick now? LeBron will be long gone, and maybe so will Rob Palenka. It'll be someone else's problem. But if you're a Lakers fan, you don't want those problems. That's a miserable place to be. Look at the Brooklyn Nets. They made trades and they brought in James Harden. Well, guess what? They might be in the lottery this year and they don't have their draft pick. That's a sad place to be. So I don't know if there's anything out there that puts the Lakers over the top. Remember, last year, those trades they made were not superstar trades. No. Those were smart piece trades. They turned Rui Hachimura into a really, really good player, and he fit nicely. There were other pieces they brought in, and you're like, wow. But here, he looks really good. This kind of fits. For some reason, that turned back into a pumpkin, and so it's not working as well as it worked last year in that playoff run. So as I said... The conversation you have is, it's, is it better for us to make a move with our best asset and get our franchise on track to a rebuild, or do we try to just mortgage more of the future and hope, you, you know, LeBron, like, you know he's going to run out of gas. He's 39 years old. How much more can we expect from him? And Anthony Davis, you know that those rickety legs always give out at some point. Alan, I just don't think it's there. But only LeBron James can decide whether or not you're trading LeBron James. Alan, we got about 30 seconds. When do you think we see Joel Embiid again? I, I don't think he should play until at least after the All-Star break. And I'm telling you, the 65-game thing isn't going to matter with him and the MVP. That knee is what's going to matter. He was dragging that leg up and down the floor in that game before it happened. That just compacted it. That brought more attention to it. And that knee's been a problem for the better part of the last month. They should be very concerned in Philadelphia. Alan, great stuff. Thank you so much. We appreciate the time. You got it, boys. All right, there is Alan Hahn. Barton Hahn, of course, 98.7 ESPN New York, noon until 3 uh, Eastern time 
here on ESPN Radio. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. We are going to get back to that LeBron trade possibility in just a little bit, but we do have some sneaky Hembo trivia today. That's right. The, uh, the Knicks last played in the conference finals in 2000. My question, who was their leading scorer in that series? Who was the Knicks' leading scorer the last time they were in the conference finals? We will get to that. Sneaky Hembo tri- trivia. I can't speak. Coming up next here on Greeny on the ESPN, on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. <laughs> Do I think that Alan Hahn is a handsome, chiseled god? <laughs> yes. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie all lowercase go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash greenie with everyone fighting for attention how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy get constant contact Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Greeny, the podcast. Granger for the ones who get it done. Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists 
who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Wow, okay, and how are your trivia skills? This is Sneaky Himbo Trivia. Regular sneaky or extra sneaky? The question today is this. The New York Knicks last played in the conference finals in 2000. The question... Who was their leading scorer in that series? All right, who wants to go first? Brandon has texted me a guess, and his guess is Alan Houston. Alan Houston, okay. I was going to go Latrell Sprewell would have been my answer on that one. What do you mean would have been? Is it your it answer? Is. Or Sorry, not? it is. Sorry. Why do we have to I use apologize. the past tense for a present tense scenario? Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay, I'm going to go Spree. I'm also going with uh, Latrell Sprewell. You sound really confident, Cam. <clears throat> yeah, I am. Choking over there? You okay? Yeah, just a okay. little. Yeah, you're something in my throat, just uh-huh, choking it. a little bit. Yeah, Bubba. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was really trying to think back and trying to think of another player besides Sprewell and Houston, and I couldn't. Uh, um, there's another. There's a Hall of Famer that was there, wasn't he? Um, I think he was still there. Was he still there then? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I mean, Patch, 99 was the year that they went to the finals against the Spurs. Right. Ewing got hurt early on. They go to the finals. It was an unbelievable run. I was there for most of it. I was actually an intern for MSG Radio. Really? At that time. And I had a pass. Maybe I shouldn't out myself like this. I had a pass into the building. Whoa. So I never had tickets. Mm-hmm. So I'd go through the employee entrance as an intern and just go into the arena and watch all of the playoff games. Where would you sit? On steps, literally no seats, or I'd walk around, and the ushers couldn't kick you out because you were an employee. You had a pass. Because I had a pass. Wow, wow. So I was an employee at the Hawks series, the, um, the, the Pacers series, and then the Spurs. And in that series, that was a fascinating run because I don't believe they would have gotten to the finals if Ewing had played, but I believe they had no shot in the finals against Duncan and Robinson because Ewing didn't play. Hmm. Anyway, Bubba, go ahead. Was Larry, jo- was Larry Johnson still there? Oh, oh good. I also, no, this is not that no I have no recollection of I know. there. Oh, I'm, I'm going it. Larry Johnson. That's a really good guess, too. Wow. Okay, so you guys have each of the top three between the three guesses. But the correct answer is Latrell Sprewell. Yes! Uh. Latrell Sprewell outscored Allen Houston by five points. Woo! Wow. In that series. So a tough loss, Brandon, but an excellent guess. The um, top three were who? Uh, Latrell Sprewell, then Allen Houston, and then at 78 points for an, av- uh, for an average of 13 was Larry Johnson. That was, was a you? real uh, choke job by everyone who didn't uh, guess Latrell Sprewell. Wow. So what are you guys doing later? <laughs> <laughs> was Ewing uh, yeah, you know, 99, 2000? Yes, that was, was his last year. Yeah. He hopped around with, uh, to Seattle and, and then, then to Orlando, Orlando then yeah. following two seasons. Orlando is the best. <laughs> and then he wound up coaching them, didn't he? Did he not? He coached the, the Magic for, for some time. As no. an assistant. As an yes. Ass- yes. As assistant. Never as a head coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, never as a head coach. All right, so we got it right. We got it right. So are we not counting this towards the scoreboard? I always forget the rules about my own game when Greeny's not here. When Greeny's not here, I don't, I don't count the scoreboard. Okay. But Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, I gotta be honest, Evans 1-0 today. Yeah, there's been nothing that has happened on this show in the months that I have been lucky enough to fill in that has insulted me except for this. Hmm. Because I have noticed when you guys update the scoreboard that are, there are a lot of people that get on that scoreboard. And I feel like I've Preach. been here enough Preach. to at least find my way onto the asterisk scoreboard, maybe. Oh, I can't make two scoreboards. Come on. Oh, I'm just saying maybe I am 
maybe when I'm here. I, I don't. I don't. I, mean, I you agree. Don't, you don't even play by the rules correctly. Do you, I have enough you, plate you appearances? You change your guesses based on if people guess the same. I mean, play sixty-five games. And I need then to get play sixty-five. Yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. I think Evan, I have sixteen. I'm not predisposed to defending you, but you're right. Like if we're gonna keep saying Dominique Foxworth is zero and one. We have to tally yeah. your score. I love because Dominique. Because he plays but, by the rules of when Greeny's there. If Dominique's here right now, we wouldn't count it. But Dominique is like, he hasn't doesn't have enough game games played to qualify. It's, only it's when not Greeny's a in. Dominique thing, it's a Greeny thing. So then why do we do it? Because like, it's uh, fun. I don't, I mean, you don't play preseason games during the season. Like This is, this is not an exhibition. I, Although I, I believe Major League, Baseball, Major League Baseball actually did play spring training during the same time as the season when they would start the season overseas on the same day. I believe the A's and the Mariners once played a game in like Japan on the same day as spring training games. That wasn't that long ago, right? No, and it was, it was probably 2012, that if was, I had to guess. I thought it was 13. Ichiro's last year. Whatever it was. I'm telling you, Major League Baseball, in the brilliance of this sport, somehow would play spring training games and regular season games on the same days, obviously with different teams. Right, and teams would be like 1-0 and then 0-0 for like a week. Yes. I remember that. And then have a break when they come back. I want to... And then have spring training games, I think. I want to put a pin in this, because I think oh, we should no. have a full oh, scoreboard no. that accurately reflects everything that happens, because I didn't put any less effort into this question today. I, I did. I, I would have guessed Latrell Sprewell if I knew it counted. Wait, so you tank it for oh, a better pick if you I'm here? sandbag my own game? I didn't tank it, but I just knew it didn't count. So, I mean, Sprewell was the first one I thought of, but... I was like, oh, let me let me just try someone different, knowing it's not counting. All right. We, I hate that. We move on because Cam looks very mad right now. I'm just going to tell you that. I don't think Cam is happy with the fact that we have continued this conversation. Let's go to the conversation about LeBron James now because today has been a day, whether it's on Unsportsmanlike, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Chris Canty, who's a Lakers fan, brought up the idea of trading LeBron. Alan Hahn, moments ago with us, brought up the idea of trading LeBron and Stephen A. Smith on first take brought up the idea of trading LeBron. What's interesting about this is the fact that we have a game last night where the Lakers without LeBron and AD beat the Boston Celtics, the best team in the NBA this year. Now, that all said, LeBron every single year in February, if he's not happy with the team, kind of has this pseudo little protest is the way I look at it. He's done, he did it with the Cavs in years past. He's kind of done it with the Lakers. The hourglass tweet from the other night, I look at this, Hembo, and I say this is the moment when LeBron James puts the pressure on his team, in this case the Lakers, of do something or I'm out. Mm -hmm. He never actually leaves except for at the end of the season or threatens to leave until the season is over when his contract expires. But considering he has alluded to the idea of wherever Bronny James may be gets drafted, he would then join that team if Bronny's to go to the NBA next year. And the fact the Lakers are good but not great, 500 team outside looking in, and we're less than a week away from the deadline. I do think we're having a conversation that we've never had before this tangibly of the idea of if it's 0% normally of a team ever considering LeBron James, have we actually moved to the 1%? So you think that LeBron James, a LeBron James trade is a serious thing? I think it is more likely right now than it has ever been in the history of his career and I'm saying that by a singular percentage. Okay. So it's still, relatively speaking, an unserious hypothetical. You th- I think it is much likelier that LeBron James is using this opportunity to pressure the front office to, doing, to, to giving away whatever remaining assets it has in order to give him the best possible chance he can this year with the Lakers. Orchestrating a LeBron James trade midseason, I think, would be close to impossible. Well, he's, he's the one orchestrating it. He would then say... 
I will sign off. He doesn't have a no trade clause, but get me to Cleveland if this is who you get in return and this is who I get to play with and we can make this work. Is there a piece out there that the Lakers could realistically get to which you would say he would have changed their destiny this season? That the Lakers could get or that he could go to another team? No, that the Lakers could get because I think that is a much likelier thing. I'll answer that in just a few minutes. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. You've never once pounded it in the bathroom? Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.